What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hey guys, welcome back to the B list. I'm B. Um, I have a first time guest here, but it's not our first time talking. Um, I am joined by Andy from Astrology with Andy. It's astrologywithandy.com. And the Instagram account is Astrology with Andy. Um, the last name is Andy B. Bar- uh, Bilotti. Bilotti. Yes. <laughs> you know, I always want to say Baragani because it reminds me of, do you know, Baragani from. Um, uh bon appetit oh oh i see okay yeah but that was yeah. like a whole scandal i think yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh god um so no how's very it going? different last name <laughs> yeah how's it going it's going well i'm in you know in the desert in vegas so okay. enjoying enjoying my time here i'm actually going to new york city uh for just for a day because i'm actually going with a, a person you've also had in your podcast yes jess, jess. Yes. Yeah, from hot takes and deep dives. We're gonna do the Hamptons and Fire Island. So I'm nice. on my way to back to the East Coast. Yeah, she mentioned that because obviously uh, everybody. The last episode here was just Rothschild from Hot Takes Deep Dives. She's always a joy to talk to, but we have that person in common, and she actually introduced us because I was getting. I don't really like know that much about astrology, obviously, but in recent like years, I've started to have a little more interest in it. So. I actually came to Andy for a reading. What was it? A natal reading or was it like a, a year? It was natal chart and year ahead. So it's like a, okay. a little bit of an overview of your birth chart and a little bit, you know, I, I hate the word predicting when I talk about astrology, but there is yeah. like a forecasty kind of okay. vibe to it that you can apply. And actually that was Melissa Beck who connected us. Oh, was it? I thought it was Jess. My, oh. Yeah. yeah. So okay. Melissa, I mean, like I, Jess had mentioned you, guys you in all- the past. Okay. But Melissa was the one who emailed you and I and was like, right, you that's right. Connect. Okay. Yeah. I f- freaking forget most of 2021. <laughs> um, as you guys know, Melissa Beck from Real World New Orleans. You've been watching that, right? Are you pretty? I loved, yeah. I, I, I haven't watched the final episode, but I watched all the other seven. And how did you come to know Melissa Beck? Well, that was just, you know, because I have uh, an astrology podcast where I kind of go back yeah. and forth between solo episodes where I'm explaining astrology stuff and then I I do what I call a chart and chat where I interview somebody but through their birth chart Mm -hmm. and the original season of New Orleans real world was one of my favorites so I first had Dan Danny was my first guest okay and then I you know I was like well I always loved Melissa but I was like I don't know what what's become of her and then I found her Instagram this is way before homecoming even started filming yeah. And I just reached out to her and I did her chart. And then through that, she and I kind of got to know each other better. Do you, she's great. Um, we love yes. Melissa. Yes. Um, do you have a favorite real world season growing up? Well, there's a few that I just have, I guess, sentimental value to. Like San Francisco was the first yeah. one I ever watched. So that one just left like a, a, a very big mark. Um, Hawaii I loved. Mm-hmm. Mainly for mainly for Kaya, I think Kaya brought a lot okay. of uh, 
yeah. interesting energy to that. And then New Orleans. And then I kind of kept watching all the way until DC, but increasingly my interest yeah. has waned. It's kind of like Housewives. Yes. <laughs> One of the things that Jess and I always talk about is that I'm all about OG Housewives. Yeah. Like I could watch seasons one through three of Roni yeah. on a loop for eternity and be entertained. And now I don't mind watching Housewives, but it, I just find it all so overly produced that yeah. there's something very nostalgic for me about even like Jersey, like seasons one through three, the Kim G days, you know, like yeah, yeah. that's that's what I loved and enjoyed the most. You know, most people always uh, talk about seasons one through three of Housewives of New York, but I always think that it's like season seven through 10 when Dorinda and Bethany showed up again. You know? That makes sense. I mean, Those that would to be- me the golden- Yeah, and I- I would call that like the resuscitation of yes, the franchise. the renaissance. Totally. The, Ron the renaissance. <laughs> yes, I the love renaissance. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, you guys are going to Fire Island. You've been before, yeah? Well, I lived in New York for 10 years and I okay. did a few day trips to Fire Island, but this is actually going to be my first time. We're going to wow. be there for like four, four days and three nights. Nice. The weather's yes. going to be great. Um, it's going to be chaos, I'm sure. It is Pride Month. That's right. And I, I've been <laughs> loving your observations of the various Marketing. messes. Now, I don't know if I'm going to be walking around the island with a bag of chips like you have yeah. set the trend. Yes. But uh, I'll see if anybody else is doing that. I will say if everybody um, wants to take my cue on that, just having chips or snacks in general at a party or a bar attracts men. Oh, it does attract noted. men. Snack guys, they love it. They come up to try to get some. Then you have to obviously talk to them. Right. And so, figure out who's worthy of getting a snack and who isn't. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's kind of like, it, it just helps because I like, like dick, but hate men. So it's like, <laughs> so I usually have to like drink to want to talk to men in the first place. So it just kind of like eases the process along for me at least. Um, but that's a tip for anybody else that kind of hates men. So I love that. And was it, who was it that like a week after you're doing that? at some fashion show was actually Valenciaga walking around. designer. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So you really did set the trend. I did. Match, you can also coordinate, color coordinate it with your outfits. And it just like goes with your different moods, like cheese, it's one day, ruffles another. So yeah, yeah. endless possibilities. <laughs> I love it. Um, well, I hope you guys have fun there. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I also haven't watched the Fire Island movie, Bowen Yang's oh, you Fire haven't. Island movie. You should see it. Well, Jess and I, she actually texted me this yesterday. She's like, do you want to watch it while we're in the Hamptons before we go to Fire Island? Because I was going to watch it by myself before I went. But I think it'll be like a, that, a group be like event. That'll the third time she's seen it. She must really <laughs> love it. I, uh, guys, I saw Fire Island movie. It was like good, but I don't think I ever need to see it again. But it's like, I, I'm seeing all these like think pieces about it and stuff like that. And it's like, guys, it's a rom-com. It's not supposed to like, we're not reinventing the wheel here. It is okay to just be a rom-com and have it be just that and it's like see, like seeing someone write like a thesis about you've got mail it's like it's not really that yeah it's not that movie you know yeah um, and i also think there is a space and a time for for gay film to just be a yeah. rom-com not everything has to be like multi-layered and deep and intense yeah. yeah um yeah so uh so we we talked about my chart last time we talked we did like you said my year ahead did you end up looking at my chart a bit what did you did mm -hmm. 
Hopefully yeah, you mean in preparation for this? Yes, I did. Okay. Do you want to? Yeah. Do you want to just get right into it? I wanted to so so just so you guys know, I, I had from here today because I really wanted to kind of. I picked a couple of uh, key celebrities that I obviously am very into, and he's gonna. I gave them gave him the birth dates, and then we're gonna do a look at their chart and kind of see what's going on in their lives and what to look forward to and all of that stuff. So, yeah, I'm a believer. Yes. So. so for you, do you want me to also do that? Talk about kind of what's coming up for you? Sure. But what the landscape looks like? Yeah, sure. Well, great. so I'm sorry. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. So I'm really keeping an eye on next spring for you and mm -hmm. especially February, March, April, May. And the reason for that is that you're going to have two very important transits. So just like a quick 101 here. So your birth chart is static. It's basically a circle that has all the sun, the moon, and the planets dispersed throughout. And when I talk about transits, what I'm talking about is the literal movement of the sun, moon, and planets in real time as they move counterclockwise around the chart. And as they do that, they activate certain things in your particular chart. Mm -hmm. So for example, next February, March, and April, you're going to have a very important transit, which is the planet Saturn is going to be sitting right on top of your sun. So Saturn is a planet that represents milestones, responsibility, things coming to a culmination, important decisions and milestone moments. So a lot of times when, and this happens roughly every 29 years. So this is mm -hmm. not something that we can say, yeah. oh, it's gonna happen in two years anyway, two years later. So whenever you have Saturn on top of your sun, there's a sense of either laying down the groundwork for an important new project or an important new beginning or really focusing and really having discipline to start building something new. Mm -hmm. On top of that, what you have going on next spring and this begins for you around April, May of 23, and it's active all the way until April, May of 24. It's a year long okay. transit. That's when the planet Uranus, we do not say Uranus in astrology for many reasons, <laughs> it's Uranus. Okay. Um, so Uranus yes. will be uh, 90 degrees away from, it's called a square. It's gonna be squaring two sensitive angles, the midheaven, and also another one called the IC. The midheaven relates to career and profession, and the IC relates to home domestic matters. So one thing is that when there's a planet activating both angles at once, my limitation as an astrologer is that I don't know, are you gonna experience this more through career or mm. more through home or potentially through both? But whenever Uranus is doing this, which this happens every 40 some years, so this is not very common. Mm -hmm. That's a planet of very quick, very sudden change. So Uranus is a planet that rules things like lightning, electricity, earthquakes, things that are very sudden and very explosive. It can be very welcomed and amazing changes that are very sudden, so it's not yeah. anything to fear. But what I'm getting at is that this combination of the Saturn transit that you're gonna have next spring lining up with the beginning of this Uranus transit makes me think that next spring is a time of some kind of important shift beginning for you. Okay. Okay. The other thing you have going on now and next year, so all of 22, all of 23, is that Pluto is approximately 60 degrees away from your natal Venus. Mm -hmm. 
Pluto is the slowest planet of all. So you haven't had this before. And Venus relates to finances, also relationships. And Pluto, 60 degrees away from something, is uh, helping ask, it out. Go ahead. Uh, didn't NASA recently, this is totally kind of unrelated, um, mm. isn't Pluto no longer con considered a planet? So that happened back in Does that in change anything? Okay. Yeah. And actually, it's funny because you know, astronomers think that astrology is a bunch of bullshit, but even within ast uh, like astronomy, there's debate as to whether or not that should have happened. Yeah. But the funny thing is that astrologically, that didn't change what Pluto represents. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so we still refer to it as a planet. I think uh, NASA like downgraded it to a dwarf yeah. planet. Okay. But um, so Venus's finances, also relationships, and Pluto by sextile, 60 degrees away from something, is beginning a metamorphosis, a transformation, a transmutation. So this could either imply that this year or next, there could be a very significant relationship beginning, or an existing relationship gets much more deep and the bond becomes stronger. But this is a very, very good transit for anything regarding relationships okay cool so that's i, I mean that, that's a lot to have happening in the next two years i can see that yeah yeah <laughs> well that's something to look forward to mm -hmm. um someone who has a lot of stuff going on huge changes right now that i thought would be interesting to kind of get into and um you know i know a lot of my listeners probably don't list, know tons about astrology so just like a brief kind of overview of like what you see happening in their lives and you're I think you might be familiar with some of these names I think were you when I gave you the list all yeah. of them okay, yes. okay okay yeah yeah so Ashley Darby was one um I thought was interesting um we love Ashley Darby did you watch Barazza's of Potomac I have watched the first three seasons in full and half yeah. of four so yeah. um I'm not completely up to date but I yeah, know no, enough totally... about Ashley I mean and I always loved her yeah she's messy we love her I think at the time she was maybe the youngest housewife to ever start filming. She was like 26 or something. So oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Um, great housewife. Um, but recently, I guess not recently, well, she's had two kids in the past, what, two years or something like mm -hmm. that. Um, and just recently has now legally separated, I think, from her husband, Michael Darby. So I think overwhelmingly, a lot of people, the fans are very excited about that prospect because he's always been pretty problematic um, on the show. So I'm interested to kind of get an idea of like what's happening in her life and what changes you see for her. Cause she seems like she's really like living her best life on social media right now. And yeah. Yeah, and this is sometimes where the astrology is uncanny yeah. because it's all in the chart. And one thing that always surprised me about Ashley because um, back when I first started watching the show, I found her very um, just refreshing and I enjoyed watching her. So I looked up her her birth information and just out of curiosity looked at her chart. And you know, she has her sun in Gemini, she has her moon in Aries, and that combination is so independent and fun and lighthearted and very passionate that I always got the sense that Michael Darby just isn't a good match for her, for her astrologically speaking. Okay. You know, I yeah. feel like, yeah. I feel like he really dimmed her light. Okay. And what, so what's happening right now is that she's going through a transit 
that um, is once in a lifetime, if ever, some people never experience it, but her Venus, the planet of relationships, mm -hmm. is being challenged by the planet Neptune. So what I mean by that is that the planet Neptune is currently approximately 90 degrees away from her Venus. And it's not that Neptune is a bad planet, but it's just that when Neptune is challenging something, Neptune, the planet that rules water and fog and mist, tends to dissolve things. Mm -hmm. It's very common during a transit of Neptune squaring your Venus that a current relationship, mainly a romantic one, just mm -hmm. dissolves. Mm -hmm. And the thing is that, see, there could have been times when maybe the same issues were going on. But I always say Neptune only dissolves what is dissolvable. Mm -hmm. So sometimes somebody goes through this transit and the way that it might play out is that, you know, maybe their significant other for, for work has to uh, be away for six months or for a year. So there's like that period of time where maybe things aren't as solid as they usually are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But if you are in a relationship that isn't good for you, this transit will just completely exacerbate that. Yes. Okay. The good thing that she also has happening. So that's an effect for her from February of 22 to February of 24. But what she has happening from March 22 to January 23 simultaneously is that her Venus is being positively impacted by the planet Saturn. Saturn, mm -hmm. as I was just telling you, is about stability and feeling grounded. So although this is ending for her, it explains why she's feeling very good about it. Cause I think this has given her a new lease on life. Yeah, it seems that way. So I think and overall, what, it's gonna be positive. I believe so. And for what it's worth, she also had a challenging Neptune transit a few years ago, Neptune squaring her sun and the sun is your identity, your sense of self. And that was active for her from March of 2019 to March of 2021. And I think that would have been, you know, she was coming to me as a client. I would be asking her about that two year period because that would have been, I think for her, very debilitating for her identity and her sense of self. Yeah. Um, trying to look at my list that I gave you. Quite a lot of changes with alpha women that I chose. Um, so there's three housewives and then one who's not, but um, someone that has other significant stuff going on in their life is Jin Shaw, I thought was an interesting one. Now, I'm not a huge Jin Shaw fan, but her name just kind of like popped into my head because obviously I'm a little bit interested to see where that's going and what's going on with her. What's interesting is that when this all went down initially back in March mm -hmm. of 21, I also looked at her, at her chart and the one thing she had happening right at that time is that she had Saturn by transit squaring or challenging her Mars. So Mars is, Mars is a planet that's all about forward movement and action and, and you know, moving ahead with things very quickly. When, and Saturn is a planet that when it's challenging something in your chart, I often call Saturn the auditor. When Saturn comes around, if you are if you've maybe, you know, and Saturn also is a planet of karma. So when Saturn comes around, because Saturn is also the planet that rule, that has to do with rules and limitations and mm -hmm. doing, you know, crossing your T's and dotting your I's. So this is why sometimes people can get away with things for a long time. But when they have a Saturn transit like this, 
-hmm. anything that you've done that isn't a hundred percent truthful or legit will come to light. So in March of 21, she had that transit. And then what's also interesting is that back on November 30th of 2020, she had, um, we had a lunar eclipse that day and that lunar eclipse was exactly opposite her Neptune. So let me explain what that's about. Neptune is a planet that among other things has to do with deception, lying and scams. If a lunar eclipse impacts something in your chart, it means that from that day all the way to six months later, something will come to light regarding whatever planet is being activated. So that kind of set the stage for why this whole thing erupted last year for her. Right now, it's looking a little bit difficult for her because right now she has a different Saturn challenge, Saturn squaring her Venus, Venus is money and finances and relationships. That's active from March of this year until February of 23. And then we just had a lunar eclipse on May 15th that was right on top of her Venus. So that to me tells me that financially, there's a difficult, she's currently in a very difficult financial cycle. Well, yeah. Do you watch the show? I haven't watched the new season. She basically borrowed $1 million from her like mom, who's like basically a teacher. So she basically like borrowed (laughs) from her pension to like pay for her lawyer fees, which her mom's never seen that money come back. And it's really bad when you're borrowing money from a school teacher (laughs) or whatever kind of teacher she was. Um, So yeah, Yeah. stuff's looking rough. Yeah. So I'm not really seeing, because you know, I'm sorry. You think she's guilty? I do. Yeah, I do too. There's no (laughs) way. Come on. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't buy. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Is she claiming? Uh, is she feigning ignorance? Like, what? What's her whole thing? I don't even honestly know. I don't. I don't. I think she just keeps saying that the charges aren't true. But I'm like, how are they not true? Let's be more specific. I think it's like very weird that she has super fans. It's like the people that like love Erica Jane. It's like very weird to me. It's like, yeah, yeah. Well, and that also sounds a lot like Erica Jane, who also claims that, well, we don't even know if people didn't get paid. And everybody's like, wait, what? I know. The whole thing is just so fucking... <laughs> These days, I'm like, if someone's a criminal, they're a criminal. Um, well, that's interesting about her. So I was going to ask next about um, Teresa Giudice, um, mm-hmm. just because obviously she's kind of, she's engaged. She's planning a wedding, which we now all know the date and the location of, thanks to Miss Ramona Singer. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you think they'll even have to? They probably can't even change the date and the location anymore. It's too like that's too crazy for of a wedding to. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would assume maybe they've. I don't know. Have they like beefed up security measures or? It's going to have to, I'm sure. But I yeah. don't think that many people are like driving out to Jersey to go see. It's not like it's in Manhattan. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Exactly. Like you yeah. know. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I'm interested in seeing kind of what, what's happening with her. Yeah, so she right now is under a major transformative period because right now it started January 22. It's happening until January of 24. Once in a lifetime transit, she has Pluto right now 120 degrees away from her sun. So 120 degrees is called a trine, T-R-I-N-E. Um, And that's a very transformative time in your life, one with a ton of shifts and changes. But when Pluto is trining something in your chart, you feel very empowered, very alive, because you can also have things like Pluto squaring your sun, 
Mm -hmm. uh, or Pluto opposite your sun, which applies to the person we'll be talking about after Teresa. And that's when you can be kind of overwhelmed by life because everything in your life gets flattened and destroyed. So Teresa's going through a rebirth. The other thing she's going to have, and this is a little bit down the line, but uh, July 24 to July 25, she's going to have Uranus right on top of her sun. Mm-hmm. which happens once every 84 years. So she's never had it okay. before. She won't have it again. And that is the ultimate transit of a reinvention. I wouldn't be surprised if around that time she's no longer on Jersey Housewives. Maybe she gets her own show. Maybe she's done with reality TV in general. Can but that's this? This is uh, July year? 24 to July 25. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, it'd be perfect if she just kind of like left after this wedding. That seems to me, in terms of storyline and art, character arc, I mean, not really character arc. She's not like, she's actually kind of not really progressed as a person, but that's a whole other story. Um. Yeah. And who knows, maybe that's when, I mean, maybe she ends up leaving Jersey or moving out, but that's a time, July 24 to July 25 is a time of, you know, the difference between what she's going through right now, the Pluto transit, it's much more about, feeling empowered, feeling yeah. um, feeling very good about herself and making changes. The Uranus transit coming up in a few years is more about very sudden, quick, dramatic changes that she mm-hmm. could be in the driver's seat of. It doesn't mean that they're gonna be external things that she has no control over, but yeah. there's a major ending, I believe, for her of sorts around that time. Yeah, so in your interpretation, it'd probably be her leaving the show. I would, I would think so. Yeah, I, I think maybe, yeah, I think maybe just her identity, because the son is your identity. Maybe just her persona as a housewife at that point is done. Okay, fair. Seems to make sense. Um, so the next person is someone that we actually discussed a bit before. And um, you were kind of explaining that everything that's been going on with her is all written. It's all like, it has to do with Saturn, right? this person it's wendy williams for anybody that so obviously she's going through tons of changes in the past two years i think um yeah but i'm interested to see you know actually i know somebody who works in production um at the same studio i guess that they filmed the show and they said that i think this wednesday is supposed to be the final show ever and i don't think that they told people that yet i'm not sure i believe that let me look it up guys hold on one second have it in a dm oh, okay <laughs> um where is it where is it he dm'd me guys i can't find it right now i thought he dm'd oh next thursday oh so this was written last Thursday. So this Thursday will be the last day of the Wendy show and forever. He said of the season and forever, it won't be returning. Even though I think there were reports that it was going to turn into, right? The Sherry Shepard show, which is garbage. I wouldn't watch that. Same. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. no. So, I mean, once, sad. once Wendy left and they started that rotating cast, <sighs> and I don't have anything against any of them, but I didn't even watch. I don't really want to see any of them yeah. Trying to replace her. It just wasn't the same. Yeah, absolutely not. And I would have been very upset if I wasn't. I mean, I guess those people got their tickets. No, Well, 
most people after a while got their studio audience tickets knowing that Wendy wouldn't be there. But if I got yeah. tickets in advance thinking I was going to go see Wendy and I got yeah whatever, you know, isn't it a lottery? I forget. Cause I went once and I think it was free somehow. I don't know how we got free. Yeah. But. Oh, they're always free. Okay. Right. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. So they got the, yeah. T- yeah. But they didn't but, yeah, to, okay. but at least when I went, I had to get them like six or eight weeks in advance. Yeah. 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 You so know, then you're just like, yeah. So at some oh. point people knew she wasn't coming back, but you know, in Wendy's chart and this is, you know, back in April of 2019, on my Instagram account, I, I did a little bit of a deep dive into her chart because that was when I think she had just started yeah. to divorce from from, Ke- from Kevin and all that stuff. And back then, I even mentioned that 21 and 22 were going to be very difficult years for her mm-hmm. because that's when she would be having, which some people never have, but Pluto opposite her son. And when you have mm-hmm. Pluto challenges, I always say, you know, Pluto is a planet that rules death sometimes literal. And it's not surprising that she actually started that Pluto transit December of 2020, which is when her mother passed. Um, So a lot of times during a Pluto transit, there can be a lot of grief. Sometimes you can have a lot of death around you, but all that aside, Pluto opposite the sun is a two-year period where your entire life kind of gets hit by an astrological hurricane that just flattens everything. And then you Mm -hmm. rebuild but yeah. she's still under this for six more months. Yeah. What, what I am seeing though, also in her chart, starting, um, starting next spring, all the way until spring of 24, she will have the planet Neptune supporting her sun. And Neptune is the ultimate planet of healing. So I do think that starting in the spring of 23, She's going to be coming out the other side, but there's another nine months where I think she's still going through this Pluto transformation. Yeah. Do you see in the future? I mean, I guess this just uh, aside from the stars and everything for Wendy, do you see like another, like a rebirth for her? Like, because people have mentioned, why doesn't she return to radio or even like a Wendy podcast would be interesting just to keep her out there. But I don't know. Mentally, I don't, you know, I don't, I just don't know if, because here's, I mean, here's my take People on all would listen. This. For sure. People would I just, listen. Yeah. I just think she would need somebody to keep her a little bit more on track. Yeah. Because I love this about her show, but the, the, the endless tangents. Especially the later seasons when you could start to kind of see this decline and you would see her kind of just really ramble about nothing and people were like, is she drunk? And I don't even think she was drunk. I think it was something else. You know what I mean? And it's just like, yeah. So she's really got to be like structured. But honestly, that would even take away the charm too, right? So it's like. That's the thing. But I don't know if, if if the more rambly stuff translates well into a podcast. Yeah, because I also think for Wendy it was a lot about, at least for me, about just seeing her body language, her facial expressions, yeah. as she's talking about stuff. Yeah, and I yeah, also think yeah. she does. I think she does very well having a studio audience. Yeah, it's true when she goes out into the audience. Yeah, yeah, or even oh, just I love her. you know when she would say you know clap if and then oh, based on. <laughs> right. Do you like Do you like her? And why don't you buy her music, <laughs> Sierra? <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. <laughs> well poor wendy you guys by the time this episode airs the, i guess the show will stop airing so yeah wow yeah. but i also read about a month ago 
that Wendy was apparent allegedly Wendy was claiming that she was going to come back to her own show. I think that she was just kind of saying stuff because it was like mm. in passing too. She was like entering a party for Fashion Week or whatever the fuck it was. I don't know, you know. Don't and know. she and well, and her date at that particular event was a gentleman who claimed that Queen Elizabeth had died. Yes, J J thank you, Jason Lee. If anyone remembers Hollywood Unlocked, claiming that Elizabeth, <laughs> Queen Elizabeth was dead, would refuse to take the, the tweet down for like a week. And he was like dead it. set. Yeah, and stood He's by so claiming insane. he had sources. Yeah. He's so insane. I think he was at an event recently where I was at. Someone was actually whispering about it. They were like, there's a guy who here who runs some blog. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> have you ever seen that clip of him when he's trying to approach Beyonce at Jay-Z's like brunch Jay-Z has this like kind of like power brunch once a year and Beyonce was there and he's trying to like walk up and talk to her and she because she's wearing these sunglasses and she just looks at him and just pretends she doesn't see him and walks away <laughs> and he tries to corner her <laughs> Beyonce's like so friendly and nice and trying to be polite but like really does not want to talk to this fucking reptile of a man he's awful um yeah, but yeah. So, yeah, so we do wish I mean, I, I do wish Wendy well, I, I do think 23, mm -hmm. there'll be a, some kind of resurgence. So astrologically, it's there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's the list, guys. Um, someone else who's has pretty kind of huge stuff going on in their life right now is Britney Spears. Apparently, she got married. I didn't know she was getting married. Neither did I. I, just I mean, saw, I knew she like, was like engaged, but I didn't know what was going to happen. Um, yeah, she got married this past Thursday. Um, I guess at her house. She got married at her home. Um, I'm not going to lie, you guys. She looked like shit, but but we love her. <laughs> love her to pieces, but she looked tore up, y'all. Like, as the photos I'm seeing of her dancing around in her tracks or in her ponytail, and she's wearing this, like, blazer with, like, just panties on underneath. I was like, but God love her, you know? She looked like it's she was having fun. It's very it's on very brand. It's very on brand. Yeah. That's probably how I'll be at my wedding, just like tore up, but I'm gonna have the best time ever. And um, I had to ask my friend Brian, because he's the he keeps me up to date with the Britney stuff because I don't really follow her like mm. that. Mm -hmm. But um, it didn't look like anybody from her actual family was there. Her older brother, Brian. He was, okay. But the yeah, they have one. a good relationship, right? Okay. Because I think Brian has stayed out of her life and, yeah. and never talked about her to the press. Yeah. You know, so I think she values that. But yeah, nobody else was there, just Brian. You think she'll ever get back with her family? Like get right with them? Or they'll get right with her rather? Not that she not that she owes them anything. Yeah. I think there's way too much damage that has been done. Yeah. Maybe possibly, I think out of the only, you know, between Jamie Jamie Lynn, her father and her mother, maybe the only one could be her mom, perhaps. Yeah. But yeah. I think Jamie Lynn and her dad, that's like no, never again. You think she'll stay happy with this guy forever? Mm, I, I hate to say this, but and I, this, this is not about astrology at all, but yeah. um, there's just something about him that I just don't know if he has her best interest in mind. Really? Okay. See, I was yeah. going to say the opposite. I think that he seems like he's really dumb so not really dumb but like he just doesn't <laughs> seem like the brightest so i feel like their conversations are probably like very you know what i mean like they probably just like have sex a lot and then like hang out and you like hang out by the pool and uh he films her doing her dances and the and they're just like happy and it's okay to be dumb and happy 
I agree. And I mean, and he's dumb and happy, gorgeous. You know? yeah, yeah, he's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. So yeah. I think, I personally think they'll be okay, but here's hoping. The reason why I just said that is because I do remember a few instances, or at least one, where he was mm -hmm. going to Hollywood events by himself. Oh, yeah. And that's, that's when weird. I was a little bit like, mm. Okay, yeah. Was he, he's a dancer, right? Uh, I thought he was a personal trainer and like oh, a fitness, well, like a okay. fitness influencer. That uh, that aligns with my fantasy about like oh, okay. what their <laughs> lives it. would be like, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> yes. uh, she had like a, like they posted a People Week or People Magazine posted a closer look at uh, like photos. It was like a Cinderella slipper. Did you see that? Oh, I didn't. Yeah, it was like a glass slipper with the couple's wedding date etched in it near the bottom. Um, Cute. Yeah. Yeah. Very Britney. Very Britney. Very on brand. Yeah. 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 You um, know who I was surprised to see as a guest? I had no idea they were even more? close. No, well, that was kind of like, oh, okay, but Selena Gomez. Gomez, that's another one, yeah. I feel like a lot of these celebrities probably talk to each other on the side, but have never, like, hung out. You know what I mean? Mm. I feel like they probably feel, like, a little bit akin. Is it akin? Akin yeah. spir Akin spirits? Just because yeah. Selena Gomez grew up in this public eye. And wasn't Selena Gomez a Disney girl? She was, yeah. Okay, yeah. 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 Um, I don't then, think... I don't fully feel like Madonna, her, although I love Madonna, but I also like know who Madonna is, or I uh -huh. feel like I know who she is <laughs> because in my mind, but like, I don't feel like their connection is 100%. I don't want to say genuine, but I feel like they have the thing in common that they both were pop princesses you know what i mean but does it go deeper than that i don't know that you know because it sounds like madonna was pretty out of the picture for most of the tumultuous stuff and then when it kind of gains traction with the free britney movement all of a sudden then i would hear madonna talking of, do you know what i mean like i feel like kind of used her for the kiss and the yes. spectacle of that and then was like okay peace yeah but i think that's I how madonna operates when you grow up in that world of fame and it just kind of like you know she performed once with Drake on stage and tried to make out with him without asking him apparently I and you could, his reaction was just so wipes his makes me feel that she like gets on a stage with another person who she who I think she thinks that has like kind of um like uh what's the word I'm looking for like just that I'm, I'm like having a brain fart with it but it has like kind of that um something like a like something that she wants to steal from almost like a vampire oh, I gotcha. yeah do you know what i mean yes. and yeah. so she just kind of like latches on for a little bit that sounds so terrible i love you madonna not that madonna's <laughs> listening to this podcast but i feel like she's all knowing and all hearing and she has people everywhere so um y'all please don't hate me y'all know i love madonna but you know but to love her is to know that she is not perfect Yes. Yeah, so, so are you, so were you surprised to see her at the wedding? Is that what you're saying? That you just um, wouldn't expect her to be there? I guess I wasn't really surprised to see her because um, it was like a social event of the season for the who's who of Hollywood, whatever. But um, Drew Barrymore was one I wasn't expecting. So, yeah. But Drew Barrymore also is someone who grew up in that eye of the, so it's like, what, almost like these women have like all that in common. Yeah. And especially, you know, Drew Barrymore was the one who was saying that, you know, when she was 12 years old, she was like drinking alcohol at 
at Studio Hollywood 54. clubs. Right. Yeah. So I, I, I can yeah. see how that, but it also seemed, I mean, I've seen like that epic photo that everybody has, you know, put on their Instagram stories talking about like, oh, you know, this is like the dream uh, wedding guest list, but it's, so it's Madonna, Drew Barrymore, Selena Gomez, who else? Donatella. Yeah, right. Donatella. Yeah. But I would have expected like 30 or 40 big name celebrities. It seems like it was, I guess it's a smaller event. Yeah, it seems that because that's the only photos I've seen. But then again, I'm not like a Britney stan, so I don't, I'm not like these. I looked at the right. photos, kept them pushing, you know what I mean? Um, good luck to her and them. Yeah. Yeah. But I still wonder, like, was Christina invited? Oh, yeah, that's true. I doubt it. No. Because mm. the last time they, they got into kind of like a little bit of a spat, right? Or at least mm. Britney kind of came out hitting at her on Twitter or something like that. Um, yeah. Brittany also bought a new house, guys. Uh, apparently, she has that massive new home to go with the new marriage. Um, and she's already packed up to move. They said that she put down $11.8 million for a mansion in Calabasas. And it's in the same neighborhood as uh, KFED. So, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Who, the, the two boys live with him most of yes, the time? I think so, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that, it might be that. Maybe that's a factor. Yeah. Yeah. See, and that just throws me back to the the chaotic days back in the early aughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that that was gold. <laughs> that, that was like golden reality TV time because you had chaotic, you had Anna Nicole, you had being Bobby Brown. I've never seen a more apt um, title for a reality show than chaotic. <laughs> right. Um, not even a good show, honestly. No. Like it was just like no. craziness. It made literally no sense. But I remember the one thing that came out of that time period that struck that I'm always thinking of is that cell phone footage of her, and it wasn't even from the show. It was like her and Kate Fed sitting in some ho- hotel room. It looks like 3 a.m. in the morning. She's got the trucker hat on, and it's like down to here. The and she's like slamming her hand on the table, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm talking about this." Did it, and like twitching. <laughs> skeeted out of her fucking mind uh god knows what <laughs> loved that it was so clear something was happening um yeah, yeah. and that show i think also Those even some of the some of the scenes and um, if i remember incorrectly were like night vision camera oh they it was were. like that like weird like greenish right they were <laughs> um what a time jesus truly and being bobby brown is one of the, I mean, it's the pinnacle a of album? reality TV. I'm sorry? Do you have a favorite Britney album? Mm. I'm going to say In the Zone. Okay, yeah. And so that was my entry point, but Blackout was really, mm. yeah, Blackout's like a classic. Everyone knows, but, you know, In the Zone is great. Yeah, I think to- in, oh, go ahead. Because it's got her best song ever, Toxic. Which, if anyone doesn't know this, Kylie Minogue turned that down. So, well, and the other reason why I like in the zone is that it has "Breathe on Me," which sounds very much like a Kylie song. That's true. Yeah. Oh, what a time! Um, I want to talk about some other stuff. I want to talk to you about Real Housewives because you mm. kind of caught up on that, so we can talk yes. a bit about what's going on over there. Yeah. Um, do you want to tell the people a bit about the podcast and where to um, book your services? Because guys, um, 
it was extremely helpful for me. And a lot of the stuff that Andy told me when he did my reading, my natal reading and my year in year ahead, year ahead, uh, I found it to be really helpful and it was really on point, even down to dates. It was pretty interesting. So, um, he's astrology with Andy.com. You can also follow him on Instagram, but tell him about anything else you've got going on. Yeah, there's also uh, the podcast, Astrology with Andy. Mm -hmm. And that's, again, where some episodes I'm explaining in very easy to understand terms, certain things about astrology. Sometimes I, I have guests on. So like I've read the charts of and spoken to like Melissa Beck from Real World mm -hmm. New Orleans, Tammy Brown from Drag Race, Vanessa Williams. Okay. Um, so that, that, that's been very cool. And as far as booking a reading with me, astrologywithandy.com, you can click on services. And I offer about eight different ones. And you, you, you book it, you pay for it all through my website. So it's very easy. And already, because you know, you've, you've given me a few shout outs on your social media, which I've really appreciated. Mm -hmm. And through that, I've met probably about 20 or 25 oh, of wow. your listeners. Yeah. Oh, really? That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, every time I talk about it, people always end up writing me. Sometimes they'll forget the name or something like that, but I'm glad that helps. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, thanks for that. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, uh, you know, and I offer, so it can be just your natal chart or just the year ahead. I also do relationship readings um, and you can do that in any capacity, romantic partners, friends, business partners, family members, whatever. But that's another way that you could use astrology to kind of figure out how mm -hmm. to better navigate something. Okay, cool. Well, we're going to continue talking over on the B side. You guys can go to patreon.com slash the B list to subscribe to the bonus episodes there. Um, you get this bonus episode and any pe previous ones and any ones in the future. Um, yeah, let's go talk about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because I'm interested in seeing what you think or hearing what you think about all that. And I also want to touch on Dubai. I don't know if I'm going to keep watching it, honestly. Mm. Mm. I saw one episode and I wasn't particularly drawn to watch a second, but yeah. Um, have you seen Real Houses of Atlanta recently? I haven't. You haven't? Yeah. Yeah. Not missing much. Okay. I feel like the golden era for that was like, yeah, see, for me, best, four, five, six, seven was like yeah. the peak of that. And then I just, after season 10, I just dropped. Yeah. Yeah. You're not the only one. Hmm. Um, you guys check us out on the B-side. We're going to go now. All right. Bye. See you there.